Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. We discuss and chat several choice video games whilst sampling some beers. I'm Ben, I'm here with Adol. Hey! And we're here with Lucy. Hello. How are you, Lucy? You good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Excellent. I need beer, though. Been yeah. for you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good yeah. as well, Ben. Thanks for good. asking. Excellent. Thank you, yes. Um, we will launch straight into some beers, I suppose. What are you going to drink first, Lucy? Um, I am going to drink a cloud water brew. So. Oh, nice. Ooh. It's Sriracha Ace Grisette. Um, I've had this one for a few weeks. been saving it especially for this podcast. Nice. Um, Sriracha Ace hops you don't usually find, so I just thought, yep, yeah, that looks good. Can I have that one as my first one? Excellent. What kind of, um, is it an IPA? Is it a pale? Um, I'd assume it's, a, I mean, what's a grisette? Um, silence. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I know what a gusset is, but it's not for polite uh, yeah. talk. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes the cloud water beers are a little vague on the yeah. style of them, but. Yeah, I mean, this is um this, for spring, summer. Okay, grisette yeah. is a. Common edible woodland mushroom. So it's not a mushroom, oh. but I don't know what it is. I assume it's something like an IPA. I mean, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll taste it and see. It's a mystery for now, so that'll be interesting. Nice, cool. Well, we are going to start up on... Um, it's a topical beer. Yeah. Because it's going to link in very slightly with um, with a game that Adler's been playing. It is... Is it even called The? Or is it just called Trooper? Uh, it's the Iron Maiden Trooper beer, handcrafted by Robinson's Brewery. It is, um, sorry, it is a premium British, 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 a, a premium a British, British beer. Uh, this is not so good for me before drinking, losing my ability to say simple words like British. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, it, we scoured the label, and by that I don't mean we cleaned it. Um, we looked intently for sort of some indication to what kind of beer and the only thing we got was it's premium and british um (laughs) but it is in fact the iron maiden um iron maiden branded i guess yeah yeah it's got eddie Um, on the front yeah eddie the trooper um you know mr skeleton yeah uh on the front so uh i saw that in the um sainsbury's and thought what the balls. <laughs> and then I remembered we have a beer podcast. And I said, oh, awesome. And I purchased it. And then forgot it. And had to go to Morrison's and buy, and buy another one. And so now I have another bottle of this at home to look forward to. Which I'm sure is going to be delicious. It's dependent on how this is. How's, uh, how's yours, Lucy? Uh, sorry, I've just been researching what a grisette is. <laughs> I haven't even opened it yet. I have found that a grisette is a Belgian-style Saison. Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like Saison is like a catch all. Yeah, almost. It's mm. it's it's just seasonal. Season. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I know Cloudwater, um they don't really do any standard beers um, no. all through the year. Yeah. All of their stuff is seasonal anyway. Yeah. yeah. I've been so, trying to look for like the double IPA for ages and yeah. apparently like they got something stock like this week or something, but yeah, really the, hard to track down. The um, the version um, f- 
the versions six and seven of the Cloudwater Double IPA mm. are releasing this week. Yeah, yeah, um, but they are made from a different combination of the versions four and versions five. Right. Um, they came out a couple of months ago, and they took a load of feedback. Um, mm. What good on feedback? Exactly, yeah, what like feedback? feedback on what people liked, whether they wanted just the version four, whether they wanted a combination of the two different um, consistencies mm. of the two beers. Um, and then version six and version seven are what has has come out of that um, that feedback. Basically, um, it's really limited run. I think they're only making something like four hundred and eighty bottles. Is that oh, well. it? Uh, yeah, I could do yeah. That by myself. Or it's, so it's um, yeah, it, it's going to be quite hard to get hold of. I yeah, think. Yeah, not surprised. Um, what is uh, what do you think it smells like there, Ben? The the trooper, or just I keep calling it the. It seems like it should have that in front. It's just called Trooper. Um, smells like a standard British ale. Uh, hold on a second. No, I think you'll find it smells like a premium British ale. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a touch nutty. But, wow, it's... Yeah, you're right. It just sort of smells beer. Mm. It's sort of a... Um, that standard sort of golden... Slightly golden honey, yeah, yeah, slightly honey kind of fl- uh, color. Um, uh, it, it's it's quite similar to something like a gem. Oh, except so much plainer. Not, yeah, not quite as bitter. The flavor isn't quite there. It's oddly not watery, but it tastes so flat. Mm. Which is funny because it's actually probably got more uh, carbonation it's, than your average. Yeah, beer. completely, completely. But it just there's just nothing going on in my mouth that's different uh, from it one moment to another. No, the the, the four and the finish, yeah, the yeah, finish they're yeah. all the same. Oh god, I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah, I had a inappropriate reference to <laughs> pop in my head. Enjoying it? Oh dear! <laughs> like a junior high school blowjob. Oh, oh dear! Yeah. Are you oh dear. enjoying it though? Uh, <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the beer that is. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's just okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. How about yours, Luce? I see it's very light in colour. Yeah, it's um, straw-coloured, bit cloudy, um, nice large bubbly head, quite carbonated. Um, because like, so, I don't know if you lot have had sriracha ace hops before. I've seen. Mm, I don't think so, but maybe. Well, well, it's a Japanese hop. Um, I think they're dual purpose, and the thing is that they're done in really limited quantity, so you don't usually find many beers with them. But they have um, this distinct, like, um, like lemongrass and dill taste to them, which I think is probably an acquired taste, but I actually quite like it. Um, But, you know, the smell, you'd probably associated to like citra hops like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like you know a bit orangey a bit citrusy um this one i mean i think i've had you know beers with sriracha hops before and you know they've, they've just had more of a i don't know they're just more effervescent and the more they blow you away a lot more, much more and this one it's um it's nice i mean it's very it's very clean it's very sharp and it's um fresh and slightly tart but um considering it's got the sriracha ace hops which are you know they're quite flavorful and quite yeah. distinct um it's it's a bit underwhelming but even so as a beer it's really nice i just wouldn't be able to tell if it had 
sriracha ace hops as okay. opposed to like citra hops in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice. It's nothing sort of show. nothing distinctive as such mm. about the sriracha ace that, um, that, that, so that it's jumps just out. Sort of understated in that character. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, it's a really nice beer. Mm. Nice. Three point six. So it's like a, it's like a nice summer beer. Mm. Yeah. Four seven. Mm, ours is four seven. Not that I think the the alcohol percentage or anything about this makes any kind of difference to what it would taste like. No, but I'm I'm gonna have to read the the. It does say at text. least it does say Bruce Dickinson at least once on there as well. So yeah, it's... I just realized that of, of all the beers, if there was flavor text to be read, it probably <laughs> should be this one. Onward, onward, rode the six hundred. The charge of the light brigade, which inspired the Iron Maiden song "The Trooper," took place at the Battle of Balaclava, eighteen fifty-four, during the Crimean War, when six hundred British cavalry courageously charged the massed Russian artillery. This gallant but foolhardy assault resulted in a massive loss of life and came about due to a misunderstanding of an order given by the commanding officer, Lord Raglan. Trooper is a premium British beer inspired by Iron Maiden and handcrafted by Robinson's Brewery. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Be, being a real ale enthusiast, vocalist Bruce Dickinson. Dot dot dot. You yes, said it. Yeah, yeah I to get that. Yeah, I had to have Bruce Dickinson on there somewhere. Um, so that was your random historical lesson for the day. Nice. Also, the... never buy this beer. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely better beers uh, about probably around the same price point. Yeah, I think it was a uh, pound sixty-five. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe there aren't. Or... <laughs> <laughs> right. Or really? Let's kick into games for the week. Um, as we're drinking this Trooper Iron Maiden inspired beer, Adam, mm. you've got a game which kind of links, kind of, yeah, franchise wise. Um, yeah, it is the mobile game um, called. Dun, 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 sorry, I just want to make sure again. Legacy Iron Maiden Legacy, um, which is a sort of RPG about. Eddie the Trooper. Yeah. Um, and it's um, it's it's one of those hero collector um, games, but with more of a plot. So, that, like, it really is about cranking through the worlds. And as you do things, you unlock more and more powerful themed Eddies, mm -hmm. as well as random things like um, one of the guys I unlocked was a pair of dice, which were combat way. And so their like move, special move, is doing a random number of damage to each and every oh, right. person, yeah. uh, enemy. So it could be really powerful on all of them, or it could be just an all right move. Yeah. Um, but basically, standard, just like the Marvel and Star Wars and etc. You have to level up their special moves and level mm. them up using things you you know you get as drops, and you could pay money to get treasure chests, which give you the drops instead of actually playing. Um, but the, the plot is actually reasonable. It's a, the idea is you, you're Eddie, you wake up and you're getting attacked, you don't know what's going on. And then this mysterious, uh, woman sorcerer comes along and tells you that your soul has been taken by some mysterious force and it's been cut up into a bunch of pieces and these pieces have been given to weird monsters and that makes them super powerful. Mm. So you're a super weak Eddie and then you fight, um, guys who have parts of your soul to get your soul back. And it, it's a good way of sort of explaining power level creep which is something these games often don't do a good job of yeah, yeah. because the whole point mm -hmm. is like this guy just has a bigger piece of your soul and mm -hmm. you're getting more powerful because you have your your more of your soul and you suck balls at the beginning because there's no soul and i've only played like two worlds but um i think plot wise it's the most satisfying of these types of games i've ever played yeah mm. um i think it'd be a great little commute game 
um, mostly because, uh, I mean, I still poke at the Star Wars one and Marvel one, but now it's just sort of a poke until, poke because you're bored, so you can unlock, make this hero seven stars instead of six, but you yeah, don't actually yeah. give a shit about doing anything, and mm -hmm. like the PvP in the Marvel one is too rudimentary for me to care anymore, mm. so cool. it's a, it's a, given that they've just made the plot longer, it, it makes me want to play it more, though, again, I played it the least of the three. So. I, I assume with this that it's splashed with metal oh, yeah. tracks all the way through. Yeah, it's Iron Maiden, and there's Iron Maiden jokes for the mega fans in there that yeah. I don't know well enough, but there's references apparently all throughout, and of course the soundtrack, even on the menu, is, mm. is you know, blaring guitar, proper Iron it, Maiden. Is it, uh, is, it, is it all licensed? Do they have licensed Iron Maiden yeah. tracks? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you put any money into it? And do you think it's um, fuck that... no, no nothing? Do you think no. that's hindering your progress or is it uh, one in this of those... game so far? No, um, yeah. I think that's probably the biggest problem with the Marvel game, which has more things to do, but that just means there's more treadmills, and mm. so um, I enjoy it more than the Star Wars game um, as far as gameplay. But there's, I just hit a point where like one of the reasons why the PvP, which is sort of bots controlling other people's yeah. teams um one of, one of the reasons why i i just think it's boring is because i just plateaued for a long time because getting the free level unlocks to build up oh, that's um, worst, to, yeah. right it, it's just like well now i can beat everyone up to this point really easily and everything after that is just much too hard in order to level the guys up who are at that level i have to put all my resources into them mm. for like probably three weeks before i can even come to kill the next guy or win battles and so and the plot's been done for weeks and it just you know it's just sort of stagnates because yeah. in order to get the crystal unlocks you have to play a couple uh, at least one story mission a day and that story mission is going to be what like i've played all the story missions and so mm, i'm just yeah, going to use my re repeating themselves yeah use and... my like f little tickets that let me just pretend like i played because i've three-starred everything and yeah. then just I get the thing, and it's just like, well, now I'm just telling the computer to fake me playing in a way that's not even like, maybe I'll lose, and I can watch it, because it's faking me playing in a way that ensures I won, because I won before all the way. <laughs> um, and you, you, I just realized I'm just saying that type of move as much as possible. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just just sitting on that treadmill and, and yeah. doing absolutely nothing at all. And in Star Wars, uh, I hadn't finished all of the different sort of... Um, plot lines like the cantina ones i haven't done and i haven't quite finished all the story um and then they introduced a whole mod le level yeah um so there's new now mods that go on each of the, your characters so now you can actually have a unique character instead of just it was a race to six stars or whatever before mm -hmm. and then everyone was the same except for which people in their teams right now it's e your your emperor can be different from other people's emperors okay, based cool. on the mods and the boosts yeah yeah have. um and so that gave it a little life in it but i, I i'm pretty much done uh, i really only wanted to try this iron maiden one because i heard i saw it and was like really <laughs> iron maiden <laughs> and then i was surprised that it was actually yeah. a well-crafted game just um, not a easy caching no yeah. but um yeah so yeah. mobile games also it helps that um i have a semblance of internet at home yeah which is still tied to my phone but now i have a laptop again and so i can play actual games mm, um, and mm. that's pretty much why i've been playing the mobile games for the past few months well it, talking about mobile games i might roll straight into one of the games i've been playing which yeah. is also a mobile game um but uh you can also pick up on steam 
um, which is Reigns, which is the game by um, uh, the developer's gone. I'm going to have to find it. Is it's that, published is by Reigns? Devolver Digit. Is that R E I or R A I? R E I G N S, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've heard it, good things. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's published by Devolver Digital. Um, the name, I'm trying to find the name of the developer as it comes up. I'm sure it will come up soon. Oh, no, it didn't because the splash screen didn't start. It went straight into the game. We'll find it later. I'll tell you who the developer is <laughs> in a little bit. Um, so uh, it, it's like um, it, it's a card based, almost the, sort of swiping so, game. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. The developer is called Neriel. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I knew it began with an N, but that was all I could oh, remember. Oh, yes. I've seen this. Yeah. 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 So, like, I'm a really king, kingdom So, yeah, yeah, so you almost manage a, a kingdom as such. You are the king, and you get a card that jumps up in front of you, a little bit of flavor text that will say, uh, you know, um, a, a priest will be on the card in front of you, and it will say, I'd like to hold a vigil for your late father. And you either say, you, you swipe left for yes or swipe no for right. Um, and based on your decision, <laughs> swipe right for no, but that's okay. All right, is that is that the way it is? <laughs> I don't know. How do you swipe no? What did I say? You swipe no for right. Oh, right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> a, a point to back that up. Don't have babies. There you go. That's all I'll say about any mistakes that I ever make forever. Fair enough. Um, Feel free to practice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Don't get it wrong. Right. Um, and uh, based on your decision, um, it will have various outcomes on. Um, Four uh, bars at the top. You've got religion, um, the populace, um, the army, and then your treasury. So by um, saying yes, you want this uh, vigil held for your late father, some money will go down, um, but the populace will like it. So that that bar will go up. And it's all about managing those four bars and keeping them um, sort of, uh, you know, uh, half full almost. Uh, I found that if you let one of the bars drop too far, then you will die. And that's it. Your king is dead. And it can come in some hilarious different ways. Like if you let religion go down too far under certain circumstances, it will suggest a pagan mob has run in and destroyed you. Um, <laughs> it's, kind, it's kind of like a, a Game of Thrones move. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and adversely, it, I, I had one which went right up to the top. and I can't remember which one it was. Um, but it, it went right up to the top and said, you've done such a wonderful job that you stopped being king and just live out your life all happily, but your reign has ended. So then that stopped that right. so, that so, run as so such. So basically, literally your reign as the king. It is, yeah. it is. And, but it rolls straight into the next king. Okay, that's so, what I was going to ask, because I thought it had some sort of generational thing. It does, it does. And it has, um, as you're going through these cards, you... you encounter different characters and they ask different questions and you do different things but you might uh, build a barn for instance and that mm. then stops your uh, any disease or famine mm. hanging around that, that might come up as a as a consequence of one of these choices um, it means that your populace doesn't decrease as quickly um, and there's various things that will then roll over into the next king right so there's various cards yeah. that will stick around through the um, through the reins of all of the um, of all of the different kings mm. and stuff, and there's lots of different um, things to try and hit. So uh, as a new king starts, you'll have three things that come up, which would suggest one would say have an heir, or right. so there's a couple of objectives to be able to hit. Um, and they they you, once you've done one and you kick into the next king, that one will disappear and something will take its right. place. Mm. Um, 
and based upon those, it, it, it puts various cards within this deck that you've got as well. So the next card you turn over might be related to one of those objectives. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, it's it's fun. I've, I've, I used to play a lot of Pokemon Go on the evening walks that I've been having, um, taking Evelyn out, mm. um, just to calm her down. And, you know, Pokemon Go is quite nice because it's, it's all about walking around. Mm-hmm. So as I'm sort of walking the streets at night, it's easy to go and catch some Pokemon. Whereas actually I've started playing this instead um, because it's... It's got great flavor text. Right. It's fun. It's written very well, and it, but it's so simple and right. it's so easy. And you, you can presumably you can just if you know you can just stop and pay attention to the baby. Nothing's exactly. wrong. There's exactly. no time element outside yeah. of like, yeah. time is presumably only progressing as the card flips. So um, there are a couple of cards which may. So if you you get something and it's a disease, hmm. um, your population will um, continuously decline. Because it's obviously the disease running rampant right. through your populace. So there are a few time-based... But, like, is that... Um, how does it measure that time? Through real time. Okay, so if you, like, take a break, your populace... So, uh, I mean, if I... I, I, I don't know, because I haven't done it. I was going to say, if I turned my screen off, mm. and, and Evelyn needed some attention, I turned my screen off. If I then came back to the game, I'm not sure whether it would have run out, uh, or yeah. whether it does have a pause state as right. such when the game isn't running um, on the phone. I've not experience that really um fair but yeah the, the, from what i've played i mean i've never had that right have to come up so um but yeah i mean it's my life is all about games with the ability to pause yeah. or play in your own time as such yeah um yeah so it's 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 really good you you kind of feel with pokemon go at least that you're walking around and when i've then got to um sort of uh, Evelyn needs some attention that you're kind of trying to furiously finish whatever you're doing finish whatever you're doing then put your phone in your pocket which isn't what I should be doing I should be just putting my phone straight in my pocket and doing what I need you know assisting her in whatever way she needs normally if I'm out on a walk it's because a dummy's fallen out of her mouth or she's a little bit cold so I've got to pull her um, pull the sling around her a little bit more Um, what you might be interested in Ben is have you ever heard of a mobile game called um, A Dark Room no. It's sort of like a text adventure and you basically start off with nothing and then you build supplies like, um, I don't know, you, 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 it's all text. It's all text. Yeah. Like old school text adventure. And it's like, you know, you go to this village, you accrue these um, supplies, you find these people and it's like always continually building. So it's sort mm. of, I don't know what rain sounds like, but I think you can like die in the game, but yeah. you wouldn't have the... Um, the things that you inherited from like the last playthrough, mm. which actually sounds like, like in a roundabout way, um, Rogue Legacy. Yes, mm. yeah. 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 I was thinking that too, actually. Game. Yeah, mm. and it, 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 as soon as I started it up and, and, and churned through a couple of kings, it, it almost reminded me a little bit of Massive Chalice as well. Yeah, just absolutely. having that 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 continual sort of which legacy. Almost. I'm super. I, I'm super a fan of. You yeah. said <laughs> in the wrong order words. of words. Um, I'm a super fan of. I mean. I'm on record saying I really enjoyed Massive Chalice. Mm. Um, and Your favourite Double Fine game, is it not? I, it's, it was one of my top games of last year, but yeah, it's also, oh, yeah. I think... Yeah. I actually think Ben said it was his favourite Double Fine yeah, game. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think it's yeah. probably my favourite SRPG, um, but again, that's less to do with... I mean, like things like Shadowrun or, or Super yeah. and XCOM or Super... Like, 
plot and world building wise but as far as mechanics and and gameplay i think it it's so refreshing to have this sort of this way of dealing with being attached to a team not being like not being able to be attached to a team in the same way that is just so inherent in the genre yeah um not to mention that like the plot is neat and and the fact that 300 years is actually like it's a set yes yeah there's there's an actual plot going on and 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 you can't just keep going even though it has this sort of legacy like thing mm. versus rogue legacy i haven't come close to finishing but it, it does feel almost like a treadmill at some point yeah um, yeah i agree well um because a massive chow still takes an ass ton of time but you've got, you've you know got there's an end yeah. and so i think that really helps i think uh in, in that regard range is a little bit more like rogue legacy because you have no or at least i've not scrolled far enough to see if there is a set point right. in time where it says you have won the game or yeah. you've got you know you churn through 50 reigns and right. that's it you don't have anything left i don't know if there is any kind of fail state mm. and to, to be able to start the game again as such or if you just churn through kings as, as long as you want to be able to <laughs> you wonder why no one's investing in science or anything because <laughs> nothing ever changes in that respect exactly yeah right. it sounds really interesting i saw this the other day and i was yeah. like typically games like this wouldn't really like appeal to me but when I was reading reading about it, it was just like this seems pretty cool. So I might download that if you've yeah. I mean, try I think it, it released um, at the start of this week, um, which on was it, uh, on mid- Android as well. Uh, yeah, 12th, on Android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so mid mid August. Oh. If you're listening to this in October, uh, um, <laughs> all other months. No, not mid August, but in October. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I so I I thought it was out on uh, mobiles for a while, and that it was just the Steam release. That oh, sort possibly of really I, things, I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And this, I think this just might be my bias, and that usually random game mobile games come to steam months later because yeah. they've oh, done yeah. the, the minimal work needed to make it run on a pc and they're like oh look this is a thing and then people are like oh wow it comes on mobile too and then there's this spike of of mm. um, interest and yeah. as soon as well, i found it says, out it was a mobile um, game oh, go it on. says it was updated august 12th and that's version 1.01 so that looks oh. like it's been on mobile for only a few days but, but yeah. yeah um yeah so i think um as soon as I saw that it was on mobile, I had lost all interest on having it on Steam. And this is from the guy who has too many things on Steam. And I mean, on, on um, mechanically, it would be exactly the same. And I assume you would just use the directional keys to move yeah. left and right and make your choice, or click on right. the click on the choice. Um, but it, it's it's definitely built for mobile. Yeah. It's a uh, it, it's um, uh, my flatmate is uh, is a big user of Tinder. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, it's it's king, it's like Tinder Kingdom Man. Yeah, I have I have uh, read a, uh, someone else referring to it as, as sort of Tinder, but uh... but I mean, to, to be fair to the people that, um, uh, who made Tinder, like it's such a it, it's such a simplistic it's simple, interactive yeah. Yeah. Um, input, but it, you can accomplish quite a bit. Mm. Um, <laughs> Well, at least on yeah. binary choices. Yeah, Although uh, Tinder apparently has a an up direction as well. What? Oh. Ah, apparently you can say yes, no, or super yes, super oh. yes, uh, super <laughs> yes, super like, and then and then Look it tells the other person tells the other person that you super yes to them. Oh, oh but okay. you you have only a limited number of super yeses. 
Oh god, that's so creepy. Yeah, I know. Right, let's 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 open up another beer and forget all about <laughs> drink the Tinder away. Yes, yes. Um, um, it turns out people on Tinder don't like when you call their prospective matches kindling. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> It makes so much sense. I know, right? Right, we are opening a Wiper and True Kaleidoscope Pale Ale. I'm really oh, glad you picked up a Wiper and True the week that I brought what I brought. <laughs> also, I've realized that since I've come to Bristol, I've brought exactly one beer in that, and I really apologize. <laughs> What's the uh, picture on it? Is it the elephant? Is it the balloon? Which one? It is. It? It's it's the elephant standing the on elephant. Um, uh, circus elephant. Yeah, standing yeah. on a podium. Well, on his front legs, ass in the air. <laughs> Tea kettle, story. not in sight. No. No, it is a, yeah, as I said, it's a pale ale. I think it was about 4.4%. Yep. Yes. It's 30 IBUs. And it's batch seven. Batch number seven. Um, this is our exploration to the flavours the trio of hops can create. The combinations will change with the seasons, but the intention remains constant to bring you a pale ale that is harmonious, bright, and refreshing. Hopefully. Ooh. It's a, a beer for a, a nice sunny day, which kind of today started out as. But, oh, today did not start out as. Today started out, I, I left the house at around 6.30, and it was gloomy and kind of brisk, and there was all of the clouds. Um, oh. And then it, they burnt off, and it's been hot all day. But this explains why I am in jeans and a long sleeve button-down. <laughs> I did wonder about that. Um, and uh, I had at least chat with a guy on the bus being like who gave me this look i'm like it was cold when i left the house <laughs> and then he explained how this summer in bristol is weird mm. and how there's not been enough rain and i said okay i didn't actually need to interact yeah, thank, with you, yeah, thank you thank yes you. thank you for your anyway, interaction um oh that we, is we, i was gonna say we'll take this in a moment what are you what your your second beer lucy um it is a red doe doe is in d-o-e Red IPA from Ooh. the White Hag. So, yeah, Irish Brewing Company who have been like taking the world by storm recently um, with all their nice beers. It's um, 5.6%. There's a little story. Um, shall I read it out? Why not? Yeah, you have to. While out hunting with his hounds, Bran and Scolan, Fionn Mac Comhile? Spots it. I'm sorry, Spots a doe, a doe, a female deer, who then shapeshifts into a beautiful woman. She stole Fionn's heart for one passionate night. A year on, Fionn discovers a baby in the woods and names him Oisin, the little fawn. It turns out he is Fionn's son. Okay, Fionn's son, and that that of the graceful red doe. There's so many weird Irish Celtic words in this. I can't <laughs> So we hope you welcome this beer into your family and raise it as your own. So basically, someone, some dear woman, had a child, and that was it, really. But yeah. And they made this beer to commemorate the union. Yeah, it's weird, but all beers are weird, aren't they? Yeah. This is why I actually like the flavor text. Hilariously, the the like clearly corporate. Flavor, like marketing flavor text one was the boring one. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, craft beer and flavor text is such a. You you led me to believe that this was uncommon because I, all the Canadian craft beers kept having these paragraphs. Yeah, I just I forgot that Wiper and True don't have like a weird story, but they actually say quite a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just um, I just don't generally read them out. I suppose. 
Yeah, it's too too bad. This is now a thing. This is now one of our staple things. It is. It is going to have to happen every time. Um. So, how, what do you think of the nose here? It is. It, it's very light. It's got a like a sweetness to it. A, a but I sweet, can't quite. It's um. It has a sweetness, but a little bit of a, like a, a a touch of um like a key lime, like like a, a, yeah, a, yeah. a, a citrus, mm. a light. High tart, but then not very high. That's that's the word I was looking for. It's it's odd to describe a, a, yeah. a, a smell, but high is almost exactly what came to mm. mind straight away. Like an odd odd word, but yeah, I mean the nose is, is nice, but does it taste similarly? Not no, not particularly. It's actually quite dry. It is very dry. Um. I don't actually get any citrus off of it. No. I even, hold on, grapefruit. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Nothing. You said grapefruit and I didn't, no taste. That That is how little citrus there is in this. Our, our predilection to grapefruit ha- happening when we hear grapefruit does not kick in. That's really interesting. It's, it um, I can't remember last time a Wayburn True had such um distinct taste and nose. That's odd. It's very, very nice, but I cannot pick out what that flavour is. There's a nice bitterness in the end. Mm-hmm. But it's... Oh, what is that flavour? Well, why we don't should, we ruminate well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing is tells that... us how the deer woman birth is. <laughs> because I've been smelling it. I don't know if you've seen me just keep smelling it all the time, because I can't put my finger on what smell this is. It's... I would say it's like, I don't know, like a, a bit caramelly, but it's not as caramel, caramelly as you consider like um, an amber ale or something like that. Mm. It, it's a bit woody and I honestly can't put my finger on that smell. But um, yeah, it's um, it's a bit hoppy. It's, it's um, brown in colour, nice um, off-white head and I, it's, it's, it's nice. It's... Um, I mean, have you not had many red IPAs? I mean, there's amber ales and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a, a few, few. A, a few, but they they're normally um, the ones I've had are, are rye IPAs as well. So you normally get like a yeah. red rye IPA, yeah. um, mm. which I, I assume makes a lot of difference in the in the flavour compared to just a red IPA. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, it's like a bit earthy, bit bit spicy. Um, I'm not sure what to make of that. I just can't put my finger on the smell, but um, yeah, it's nice. Um, does does the taste match the smell, or, or does the? Uh, not really. The smell is more woody and the um, and earthy, and the sorry, the taste is more woody and earthy, whereas the smell is more. It's sweeter, but I can't put my put my finger on what that sweet smell is. Hmm. It's interesting. But yeah, strange beer, but it is it is very nice. Nice. Very I'm, nice. I I still cannot figure what what this this taste is for this wiper and true. Um, I kind of want to say that right in the middle, um, there's a bit of an orange. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Um, but it doesn't last long. It's it's that sort of it's a hint. Yeah, a hint of like generic orange not mm. not very sweet not very tart just like orange yes um yeah. and i i say that in a way that makes it sound plain but it's a very 
tasty beer. But I just can't mm. pick tastes you've almost, out of it. You've almost got the the, the, the start of almost kind of grapefruit, but uh, <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean. That that just very. Sorry, it, it's kind of like uh, almost uh, not the sweetness of, but just that kind of like flat kind of flavour that you you get. Yeah. Just almost a very. Difficult to diff is such a difficult beer to describe. Mm-hmm. I'm still not quite sure you're, where your grapefruit's coming from, but um, do you not get that just right at the right at the start? It's just a. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I have no idea if that's because we've said grapefruit like seven times now and and fallen into the trap that we were bragging that we were not to fall into. Yeah, completely. Um, <laughs> it's really tasty. Let's get that straight. Yeah. Um, I just uh, I don't think either of us. Um, Seem to have wherewithal is the wrong word, but the the descriptive capabilities mm, um, mm. to tell you mm. what about it is is tasty. Some, sometimes you just can't. Sometimes, like with this one, I mean, I uh, I honestly don't know what that smell is. I mean, the more I drink it, as well, the less I like it. That might just be frustration <laughs> from like, the fact that I can't put my, put my finger on the smell. But it, I'd, have I'd you tried putting your that. nose on the smell? <laughs> I, I, I can't. I've looked at like rape beer and people saying all sorts of different things. It's like I'm not getting those sensations. Someone said grapefruit. Someone said brown sugar. I'm not getting any of those things. It's just strange. Try it for yourself. I mean, whatever white hag beer you pick up, anyway, you're more than likely gonna, you know, like it. So okay, nice. Let's jump into games again. Lucy, you haven't talked about a game. Oh, um, well, I think the last game I finished was Abzu. Yeah. Which um, Ben, me and you spoke about briefly. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people have been judging it um, based on the quality of journey, which I I understand it, but I think it's a bit unfair because although the people from Giant Squid, the developer who made uh, Abzu, um, they're alumni from that game company who made yeah, Journey, of yeah. course. And Same Journey art Valor. director, perhaps? Uh, I'm, possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I yeah. just know that the composers, I think the lead on Abzu, the composer of like Journey is the lead on Abzu. But, I, but yeah, I think quite a lot of people shifted teams. Mm. But, you know, it's not a sequel. It's not the same company. So I understand why people are comparing it to Journey, but I tried to go in with an open mind, and, yeah. and I think my experience was all the better for it. Mm. Um, it's a free. Are, are you telling me that, that mm. having um, unfounded uh, predisposition to what you want a game to be was is not the best approach to things? <laughs> well. That's what gets a lot of developers in a lot of trouble, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Yeah, I actually I, I accidentally did the segue mid The segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so it's an action adventure, dot, 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 Lucy King. Well, not really action, but yeah, it's an explorative, um, peaceful, tranquil, tranquil um, adventure game set underwater. And I mean, I love marine life, like, so... If it had just fish in it, I'd be happy. But it's like... You I've go got a great the... screensaver for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, it's, it's, not, it's quite linear. Um, you basically go, you're going through seven chapters and you um, go to different areas, but you're free to explore each area. So it's like semi-open world. But um, 
you know, not not strictly in the sense of like say Fallout or something like that. But, but so um, is is it similar to go back to Journey in that regard? That Journey, you had a start uh, point and an end point to reach, but it was on a very yeah. large sort of rectangular map in yeah. which you were able to move uh, all around it and discover loads of different yeah. things. Uh, yeah, precisely. But I think with um, Absolute, it's a bit more. You know, the exploration is encouraged more. Journey yeah. you're rather strung along more by the story. Yes. Which is um what people have, you know, been saying about Abzu. They're not fond of the narrative. And people have been calling it like a try hard game, like trying to evoke emotion and stuff like that. And I can see where they're coming from, but and I didn't really the, the narrative didn't resonate with me emotionally. Um mm. not certainly not to the extent that Journey did, but that's fine. That was fine for me. It's like, I didn't need it to be like Journey. We have one of those, you know, Journey's, you know, lightning in a bottle would probably never happen again. So it's like, even from the same company. So I didn't expect it from Abzu, but... Yeah, yeah. The, also, the, it's the been remastered. Is... So if you want to play it again, it looks prettier, which is basically mm. the only complaint people have about playing a good game from the past. Journey. No, just me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, that's how I played it. I played it on the PS4 because I missed it the first time around. So, um, but I mean, even even knowing the co- co-op um, aspect of Journey and yeah, um, knowing the ending, which I won't spoil, you know, it still hit me. But Absu, not at all. But throughout the whole of Absu, I had a massive smile on my face because it was like just discovering these new species, these new fish. You know, based on. You know, real life animals, yeah, yeah, real life species, but just like, just seeing like an orca, and it's like because you can ride them, like, and I think you can navigate where they go as well. So once you're on on them, you can um, determine what what path they make. Oh, that's cool! It's not just like, on rails. No, no, and you can like breach the water if you want. You can do a flip, oh, cool. a little spin, or something like that. And it's just like every time a new species um, would come around. And I think that's like the main hook of the game. You're meant to be um, returning biodiversity to, biodiversity to all these um, new areas. Hmm. Um, as, soon, as soon as like, an, I don't know, a giant squid or or a dolphin, as soon as one of those came onto the screen, it was just like, you're just in awe and amazement. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just one of those games that are, it doesn't need a story as such, but I can understand why they put that in, but... For me, just looking at the fish, <laughs> which sounds boring, but but you know, uh, I'm, just a, I'm a rabid by. scuba diver, and I looking at fish is amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes you want to be a marine biologist or something like that. It's like because even though they're a bit cartoony, the character models, their animation and the way they no, I thought you meant marine well, biologist. Just... <laughs> no, not marine biologist character models. <laughs> no, but um, that. They're, they're quite lifelike, so, you know, it's a testament to, like, the art direction, and then you might well be right that it might be the, you know... It is the same guy, I looked the art in Journey. Is it the same one? No yeah, surprise Matt mm. But it's just so convincing, and the way they move, the way they the way they animate, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And it's, like, it's a bit educational, but not in a boring sense. It's like you find a new yeah. fish that you've never known. Everything from Finding Nemo, I was like, ah, oh, look at that. I don't know what that fish is, but I know it's in Finding Nemo. But now I know the name of it, and it's. I really enjoyed it. I mean, so it's not. We're gonna not gonna we're gonna edit over and say Dory just to keep us current. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it though. Uh, one yeah. of the one of the big 
big pulls of Journey was that mm. very light multiplayer element where you encounter another player and you you don't really do anything with them. The only interaction you have is the interaction you have with the environment anyway, and you either accompany them through the level or you, you don't and you part ways and they, you know, disappear out of your or your synced mm. instance, I suppose. Um, does Absolute have anything like that or is it solely single no, player? No, it, it's strictly um, single player. Um, I think with Journey, just a surprise. I mean, I mean, you always see games where it's like, would you like to enable the multiplayer, you know, thingy or... Well, it wasn't multiplayer, the online aspect of this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. You should be like, yeah, whatever, I don't even know what that is. Is it going to share it to my Twitter or Facebook? You're just like, whatever. And then to know that it was another person there is fascinating. I think once that's been done, you can't do it again. Mm, but mm. Because people will know that, especially for a game that is so related to Journey, whether that's fair or not, you can't do that again, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just. I, I remember it was on. I was on the second level, and just mm. I saw in the distance another character. And I think it had happened on the first level where you saw it in the distance. You saw another character, but it wasn't a player. It was it's, just a scripted. Hint at it. yeah, yeah, it's a scripted element. Whereas on the second level, I thought, oh, okay, that's you know. And suddenly they start coming towards me. What? I huh? Okay. What's this? Yes. And then they start interacting with you in journey you you jump up and yeah. make a little note don't mm, you to right. unlock things and do stuff and, and suddenly this person was jumping around me doing this thing thing yeah. and like okay this definitely isn't the game yeah. right this is this <laughs> multiplayer type online aspect that was being spoken about but it was just that such a a sense of surprise and and yeah, delight yeah. almost when well, it happened the first time. And there was such a brilliant move of theirs to, to just limit what you can do mm. so that mm. it take, takes a little bit of time to figure out that this is a person, but also you can't be like, you just can't communicate yeah. in the standard yeah, ways. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, you can't recreate that wonder, etc. But I do think that it's a shame that no, games haven't sort of continued along that vein of limited interaction mm. multiplayer where you're not sort of reliant mm. on the person and you can't yeah. talk to them but they can come in and out of your world like mm. the next innovative yeah. thing was something like dark souls where you had sort of an invader yeah mm. or even just like the the like spots mm. where a bunch of people have died or whatever like oh yeah and you can see their ghosts yeah. almost yeah and what they did and, and yeah that, i thought yeah. that was really unique but i it just seems like we've moved away i mean this was what 2012 yeah. in journey yeah right and we haven't sort of figured out what that mechanic could be it yeah. just sort of was in journey now it's not anywhere else yeah but it, it's... i do agree with you it's a bit disappointing they could have like integrated that in absu but the thing in with oh, i don't mean even one, Abzu. I mean i'm glad general. something yeah i mean yeah i mean it's, you're right it hasn't been done since 2012 and that's surprising something that that would shock you and to that extent. But the thing with Abzu is that, whereas in Journey, um, because I only met one player along my playthrough in Journey, and the thing is, is that I wanted to be with them because they weren't a troll or anything. It's like I wanted to be with them for my whole journey mm, until mm. the end. And so I was spurred to, I'm not going to get these collectibles. I'm not going to do oh, this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go straight through. I'm going to follow them. If they say, oh, get this collectible, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to wait for them, they're going to wait for me. 
Whereas in Abzu, there are these um, points where you can just um, sit down and what they call meditate by touching the PS4 touchpad. And you just sit there and you're just looking at these fish. You're looking at the, the name of the fish, the name of the species comes at the bottom of the um, bottom of the screen. And I was, because people say it's like 90 minutes or 60 minutes. It took me about four or five hours to complete Absolute. Wow. Just purely because of the fact that I was just sitting there watching the fish go by, looking at all the species, <laughs> etc. If I was there with another player, I couldn't have done that. So no, completely. Yeah, in yeah. a way, I'm glad that it didn't have that sort of multiplayer aspect in it. And that's why I'm just judging it on like its own merits and people mm. are comparing it to Journey, which is... I understand, but it's a bit unfair. It, yeah, I, yeah, really I completely agree. But yeah. it, it's sort of the easiest comparison to sort of jump to, isn't oh, yeah. it, when it comes from, from similar uh, similar creator. Yeah. And... Especially when it yeah. looks similar in style. Yeah. That's a big one. I'd compare it to Flower more than anything else. Yeah? Not, not, not Journey. Yeah. Also by that game company? Yeah. But I'd definitely compare it to Flower. I wouldn't hmm. compare it to Journey at all. Yeah. Although you did put pinpoint uh, one of the few complaints I've I've heard about Journey was people who picked it up randomly, like bought the PS3 yeah. version at some point mm. after the first initial push, and then um and and then had a, a less interactive time than than you did where there was no one. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, uh, given that so much of the hype was about this this cool multiplayer facet not experiencing it at all made people sort of sour yeah. that's though... why it's a bit as i said lightning in a bottle yeah you have to play it within a certain time frame i'm lucky because it's been on ps4 i'm sure over a year now but i still managed to put, find yeah, another I'm, player so that that's really um heartening because yeah. um by the time i got a ps4 i thought about replaying journey mm. on um and getting the remaster but i was like i bought this middle of nowhere time as far as release schedules and stuff yeah. I seem to remember that, um, I'm not sure if it still is now or whether it was just for the initial release, but um, Journey on PS4 was free if you already had purchased it for PS3, yeah. uh, oh, which, may still be the, which may still be the case. So mm. if you're listening and you picked up Journey on PS3, you might have a free download on your PS4, Nice, maybe, to, to run through it again. Whether, as you say, we're now you know, yeah. a long time past the... The re-release of it on PS4, whether there's anybody playing it. You know what I found out actually. Um, speaking of random free stuff, um, I when I got uh, I, I got um, Destiny yeah, yeah. Um, for the Xbox One back mm-hmm. in Canada, and mm. I got the one with all the correct, the Taken King, the Taken King, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I got a, a steal of a deal. Um, at EB Games. Um, uh, shout out to them for no real reason. Um, <laughs> Fair existing. Yeah, I guess. Um, and um, and so we, I had... They sell it where it's like the two expansions before the Taken King. The Taken King are all codes. And then the disc is the base game. Right. And then I, I recently uh, ordered an Xbox One because there's just, there was a steal of the deal in the UK Microsoft Store where mm. you can get the Rainbow Six Siege bundle for 250 quid and that plus halo 5 plus 4 is a 6 and the bundle includes rainbow six siege rainbow six siege season pass rainbow wow. six vegas rainbow six vegas 2 for the it's xbox like, like 250 pounds yeah 250 yeah, quid yeah absurd. and i was like okay i'll do that i don't know when i'm going to collect it also the key is i i found someone who 
when they move out of their parents' place, which should be in a few months, they want to get a games console, and they were thinking about an Xbox One. In can- in the same city, yeah. my Xbox One is in storage. Yeah. So I kind of pre-sold. Nice. So I didn't feel too crazy about They're gonna getting be like, another one. No, nah, I want a PS4. Or an NX. Or an Xbox Ones is what I'm calling the One X. <laughs> Ones. Um, but anyway, um, uh, I found out that at some point destiny base game is a free download because i was like oh crap now i don't like i don't want i have all the things Mm -hmm. but i don't have the disc because it's in canada so i can't play the game unless i buy the disc of the game which you can't just buy by itself so i'll burn codes it's like oh no it turns out they've just given that away at some point oh nice yeah that's cool anyway um uh, aside on random free free game for you yeah yeah (laughs) Well, no, free game for everyone. The base free. game is free for everyone. How many people are playing the base game still? Has everybody moved on? I have on? no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it Destiny's says on the Xbox free. store. Yeah, but oh, well. I mean, Destiny's I levels 1 to 4 free, or whatever though, so. it is. No? I wouldn't even download that for free, no. It's, I played it, the bear and I was like, what is this? It's I'm almost sure it's been improved. But... Yeah, yeah, but it's almost <laughs> the same as um, like Blizzard allowing you to play the first 20 levels of World yeah. of Warcraft, isn't it? Well, free and then suddenly going, okay, if you'd like to experience the I, rest of the game. What I did like um, was the move when, when Tekken King came out where they're just like, uh, not quite right when it came out, but shortly after they were just like basically giving an item that would level you up to the point where you could oh, wow. start in the Tekken King. Oh, right that's off good. Of that. okay. okay. Yeah, because I, I played yeah. a few levels and then I found out this and I was like, okay, I'll just check my mail. I'm like, oh. Now this guy is twenty five levels more. Or yeah, like, oh, yeah. This makes a lot more sense because yeah, that's that's is that nice optional. Or, like, or it's it an item that you get in the mail, I think, so you can choose to continue leveling, you, uh, or you can oh, yeah. use really the item and it takes you to level yeah. 25, I think. Because I assume you'd need higher level for like the raids and stuff like that, would you? Yeah, well, also, it's a, yeah. it's still a multiplayer game, so you could yeah. do all of the first 20-odd levels by yourself, but that's not really the point. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, Abzu, you, you thoroughly enjoy and recommend? Yeah, definitely recommend. Just know what you're going into, but if you enjoyed something like <laughs> Journey, The Irony, or hmm. Flower or something like that, then definitely pick it up. Nice. It it kind of leads us into our topic. Um, well, it leads us to n- talk about... Well, yes, I was going to say, if only because you yourself, Lucy, have compared the two games very mm. slightly um, when you wrote your review for um, Absu. And that is... Yeah. Talking about That's what I wanted to bring up, yeah. Talking about No Man's Sky, but not just No Man's Sky. Talking about as Adel has now coined the phrase nonsense people. People who <laughs> react in an absurd way to uh, otherwise known everything. As, otherwise known as gamers on the internet. Except yeah. of course loyal fans have tanked up. Of course, if, if we and, ever put a foot wrong and anybody, um, you know, comes out against us, we expect our we, people to yeah. rally. When I say gamers yes. on the internet, it's the quote-unquote gamers, which is the sort of persona gamers when people say, oh, gamers are up in arms about blah. It's the gamers that, um, what's his name? Um, Burns uh, oh, from St- Video St- Gamer. Steve Burns, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, said they should all die. Yeah, he he tweeted he tweeted um, gamers gamers should all die or something similar. Wow. to that. And then just got some. Like, I, I had to I had to stop reading the the stream of tweets as a reply to him. But, but 
The uh, thing is, I almost the people who probably say, replied, I completely though. agree. How can I help? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I mean, he was he was saying it in terms of um, people being up in arms about a delay yeah. in Final Fantasy fifteen. Our segue was about the nonsense people had with the delays of No Man's Sky and then what they mm. got. But in the end, it's just nonsense people being up in arms for... No reason. Being yeah, the people yeah. who probably yes. replied to him are probably the ones he wants to die. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> fueling that argument. So. Well, also, it was very clear that he didn't actually want oh, yeah, them but, to die, yeah, but the replies seemed to think, like, they, they acted as if this was a serious thing. Like, that he was, like, seriously saying, your people are terrible. Like, then, even the sort of less angry ones were like, well, then where, how would you have a job? And it's like, mm. you are, the point is over here, you are not near it. No, no. We'll continue talking about this in a moment. I'm going to I'm gonna open our third beer. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm going to finish our second beer. Are you beer ready, Lucy? Or are you still still going on? I'm with always the... beer ready. Yeah. I'm always beer ready. Um, so, um, what do we got here? I have opened a Chimay. It's the brewer. It's a, a Trappist beer. It's a yes. blue label. I'm not sure what the actual name of the beer is. I know normally the um, standard standard Chimay is a red red and gold yeah. label, and this one's a blue and gold. Um, I'm not sure what the difference is, but I believe this is about nine percent. Oh, so it's a triple. So it's a triple. Uh, whether the whether the blue label just indicates that it is a triple, um, it's all in Belgian, so or French or German. I'm not really sure. I haven't well, read the back. Is it in French? Uh, and, and, and German and, and uh, <laughs> Italian and Espanol. Just not English. Uh, no. Oh, no, it is English. The Trappist logo certifies that this ale is brewed in a Trappist Abbey and that the majority of sales income is intended for social aid. Excellent. Chimay Blue expresses the full power and complexity of a well-balanced Trappist ale. Ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't actually say. Mm. Um, although it's interesting that it just said most of the profits. Um, because... Not too long ago, I remember reading Trappist Ale descriptors where they're like, they can only, they can only make enough, like they can only make it in the Abbey and they can only put the money towards the Abbey. And now it's like, yeah, uh, most of it, whatever most means. Yeah. I thought it just all went back into the community as far as I knew. I thought it was just completely non-profit, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, it sort of, <laughs> in the ever-increasing corporate world that we are in. He says, kind of like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Recording on the MacBook Air and... and yeah. <laughs> but also, it's like, well, technically it could all be made in the Abbey. You know, here's the Abbey, and then here is the giant warehouse that's on the Abbey grounds. Yes, <laughs> within the estate yeah. of... And, and these these are all our young Asian monks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we're going to compare this probably to the the Rock, the rock Four, uh, the Eight. Or the, yeah, or the, the Eight yeah, would be the triple. Yeah, the eight would yeah. be the triple. Um, Which will be a tough comparison because it is one of my favorite beers, mm, and I've been drinking it a lot lately. The bottle shop that's just opened up down the road stocks it, so every time I've gone into the bottle they... shop, uh, I think it's about three sixty for a bottle. Um, but every time I've gone into the the bottle shop and gone, oh, I'll, I'll pick these. <laughs> you know, the, the the couple of beers that we're drinking today have come yeah. from the bottle shop. And 
I thought, I'll just pick that one up as well. Just have that one. so good. (laughs) Um, So the bottle shop around the corner from my place when I lived in Amsterdam, um, I could regularly get it for under three euro. Nice. Yeah. Which was problematic. That's import tax. It's also... Belgium and Amsterdam are very close. Yes, Transportation yes, yes. costs are basically neg- neg- negligible. So, I mean, this smells like uh, a Trappist beer. Yeah, although it's actually kind of uh, lighter. I, I'm surprised the the strength of the, the nose is quite... It's understated. Like, the yeah. nose itself is very Trappist, but it's not as strong as... as no, I agree. Ones. Yeah, I agree. It's not It's it, not got that hit that the Rock 4 yeah. 8 does. Quite. I mean, it's still that, that multi-sweet uh, goodness. mm, mm. I suppose the uh, a comparison to a, a standard beer that a lot of people may have been able to try is uh, Lef. I Lef, yeah. Um, mm. Because you can get that almost everywhere. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, sort of the blonde, which yeah. is the, the standard that they do, is a lot lighter than this. These, the Rock 4 8 and, and, yeah. and this are a lot heavier. Um, but normally with that, you get a lot more flavour. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's a similar it's similar smell, but, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It kind of does smell like a left. Yeah. What's your What's your beer, Lucy? Before we start um, sipping, mine is Baltic Frontier from Too Old, who I absolutely Ooh. adore. The guys who um who actually trained for like Nicola back in the day. Mm. But um, this is well, I'll read it to you. This puppy is an IPA beaten with juniper berries and sea buckthorn and trashed with hops. A celebration of a potent beer culture shared between Scandinavia and the Baltic region. Um, cloudy, it's, um, oh, I'd say that's deep gold in yeah. colour. Um, the smell, instantly, as soon as I poured the bowl, it just had this really funky smell. Um, like, in the nicest way, if you like had a compost full of like fruit, like just um, all the skins are like banana and yeah slightly fermented yeah. sweetness yeah it's calmed down a bit and it's i'm getting a very orange zest smell um it's quite tart um probably from like the, the berries and all the berries in it but um it's nice it's probably a bit too sour for my tasting but you know it's tall mm. they make such good beers yeah yeah I mean, absolutely incredible but yeah it's it's quite light um not as hoppy as i'd like for an ipa um, but yeah, it's refreshing. It's nice. Good, good, excellent. I'd so say it's probably. I think I prefer the cloud water of today, but okay, it's a very nice beer. Good, you know. mm. nice. So nonsense, people. You don't want to talk about the taste of this beer? No. Okay, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> um, so what do we mean? Right. Yes. So we briefly covered it, but um, so we're well aware of um people being up in arms about the two delays of uh, No Man's Sky. And I think we talked about how that's quite ridiculous because a a delay for polishing literally means they are trying to make it a better game Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to deal with it unrefined, crappy experience. Um, With um, FF15, uh, they've delayed it from end of September to mid-November, I think, yeah, Yeah. yeah. And, and it's the same sort of outcry. Um, but I think the... Uh, I'm pretty sure the developer came out and, and almost directly said that they're doing it so you, they do not have to have a day one patch. 
Oh, wait, I so didn't. everything, yeah, I so everything is going to be included on the gold, on disc. The, on the gold disc. Oh, interesting. So, um, people, which is refreshing. Given what's going exactly, on. exactly. I mean, so a couple of things. Um, with No Man's Sky, they got the delay and the giant uh, patch, which I think. Why don't we deal with FF first because it's a smaller yeah, story, yeah. and we both act. Shit. Well, it was bound to happen, and it had to be the tasty beer. So on Tanked Up, both Alex and Adel have spilt beers. I'm yet to do so, Lucy is yet to do so. Having said that, I've missed the laptop entirely. That's Uh, true. Alex did get it all over the laptop. We'll take a short recess whilst I get some kitchen roll. I can get it. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Fuck. FF15, you were saying that uh, something, 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 something. Yeah, what, what were we saying before the incident? Um, <laughs> now I said, want to cut it all people, out, so it just uh, like, cuts off and says the incident. Uh, mostly because then people won't know how clumsy yeah. I am. Um, so with FF15, they were... Go on. Day one patches and people being pissy at delays. Yes. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that general area. Um, so with FF15, they're they're planning on not having a day one patch. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. what I've read. Yeah. And then I was right. And then I was saying um, how No Man's Sky had both. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which mm-hmm. people didn't actually complain as much about. But although you managed Ben uh, to experience both sides of the patch because yeah, you got an early delivery. I got an early copy. Um, uh, and they, uh, I only played a, a couple of hours pre-release or, or pre pre-patch as well um and they changed a few things the way the mining laser worked and, and a couple of other sort of light how did the mining elements. laser work before it's um, just a simple mechanic um yeah so the mining laser now you fire it and it builds up and up and up and up and once you hit that top bar it, it churns it, it doesn't overheat it churns through material quicker doesn't it yeah wait which mining laser the mining laser the mining laser you have as a, like as as a, as a person character, as a person right. When you're using your mining laser, you mm. fire it, and it gets to the end of the bar, and it stays at the end, and it churns through the um, consumable that you have to load right. into it quicker whilst you're mining. Mm. Whereas pre-day one patch, it overheated. I feel like mine overheated. I have the PC version. Hmm. Um, that hasn't been patched, has it? Apparently not. <laughs> I didn't think it had been. So <laughs> this is ridiculous. It, Wait, the PC what? version came out like a week later. Yeah, because someone I, I know who played the PC version, he said that it hasn't been patched. Um, yeah, because it overheats. That's why I was like, "What do you mean?" Right, okay, let's not turn into nonsense, people. Okay, no, that's different, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you're you're. Purportedly, you had the day one patch because this is the game you want. This is the changes you want, and yes. the gold disc didn't have it. You then had several days before the release on another platform. I'm actually okay with that not being the case, but there was no sort of indication that this experience is different from what we intended and slash have released on another platform. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm weirded out by. I had no conception of this. I assumed that what I've been playing is what you started playing. Mm. Post patch, yeah, it sounds like it. Weird, but it actually sounds like I've been playing pre patch. Yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. I, um, don't, I don't think, from my knowledge, I don't think it's been patched on PC. Which, well, I, I, 
Okay. Well. I mean, to be fair, the PC release has been less than steady. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, which has also had a lot of vitriol thrown its its way. Which, of all the things to get mad at them about, it's the most reasonable. Yeah. Um, mostly because people who had minimum or well beyond minimum spec um, machines could not run it. Yeah. Um, And it seems like they they initially said it was because of OpenGL 4.5 being a requisite, which their minimum spec graphics cards did not have. Um, But also, it turns out that wasn't the only thing. That was just sort of... It seemed like people have... Conspiracy theorists have said that was a placeholder for blame because... Let's face it, the average person has no idea how to check what their OpenGL True. version yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not your average person. I'm a, a bit of a PC nerd. Tech enthusiast. Yeah, and I didn't know how to check it uh, easily, um, short of hoping that Google would tell me. Turns out you can. You can buy, download an OpenGL tool, etc. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's also built into the graphics card and its drivers. Um, mostly the card, though, so it's not like you can hope that Intel or... Intel <laughs> betrays the computer. I was trying to use it before I put an external GPU in. Um, you, you just can't get, like, a driver won't suddenly take you from 4.4 to 4.5 open No, no. It's, it's a very much in sort of architecture it's bound a, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Um, although people apparently on 4.4 with 90% 4.5 coverage, I, which, so you can do tests and there's like 11 on an OpenGL test. Oof. Um. Uh, sorry, I don't even know if the podcast caught the loud ding noise, but um, there's 11 sort of tests that it does, and your graphics card might be able to do 10 of those things mm-hmm. or, or 9 of those things. Um, but if it doesn't do all 11, it's an OpenGL 4.4. So there are these mid, this gray area mid-range cards uh, which can actually run it fine. Yeah. Okay. Even though they don't have this requirement. Anyway, um, I'm totally thrown off by both my exuberant smashing of a beer, and by that I mean knocking over slightly and then pouring on Ben's leg, um, and this notion that I'm not even playing the same game. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no. Nomansky, what are your thoughts? Nom Chomsky. Um, yeah, I know, right? I mean, yeah, I've been playing it a while. I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I just don't get how... Uh, it, it's been so... People keep blaming that it's been so hyped. It's like, oh, we've heard about this game so much. We've been waiting for it for so long. And now it's not what we thought it would be. It hasn't released in the way that we thought it was going to. We've had to do this extra. Where, 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 where. Just like, just, just fuck off, mate. Just, just enjoy. Just, <laughs> if you want to play the game, just play the game. The developers don't need to hear your irate ramblings. Well... Like the the listener is now hearing my eye rate yeah. ramblings about other Oh, but people. this is meta level. I this is right. meta meta rating. Um, no. So, I think the big thing is if you look at what they've put out in their trailers, what they've talked about, mm. with the exception of a, a few quotes from over two years ago, it might be sooner. Please don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. Um, How dare you? Yeah, that um, there would be a stronger multiplayer aspect. Yep. Um, which right now we only have no, except for that one YouTube video or sorry, Twitch stream of two guys purportedly at the same time being on the same planet, which had a different day night cycle and were 
ostensibly not um, were on the same spot at the same time and couldn't see each other. I'm not saying ostensibly and purportedly because I think it's false. I'm just saying that's all we know. So um, mm. besides that, no one else has had the opportunity to be on the same planet. But also, it was never, ever, ever a strong point of this game no. that you'd be on the same planet day one. Um, and I say that because I, given that they clearly were under the gun, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut direct multiplayer instancing in, in the favor of just getting it out. They should. Um, they should. Because it's such I'm a sorry, rare idea. Should. And mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... The, actually, I think someone said in, in future patch notes, they said there would be more of a multiplayer aspect. Well, it's, it's, it's strange because I can confirm that I am able to pause the game. And I don't mean just going into a menu and... and Hitting escape and hoping uh, you don't get shot. And yeah. I am, I am talking... If you, uh, I'm playing on PS4, if you hit the options button, which takes you to the cataloging screen where you can upload everything you've discovered. Um, I did it whilst a uh, creature was, was moving in front of me. And I went into the cataloging screen, uploaded some stuff and actually went away for a couple of minutes. Came back to the game, came out of the cataloging screen and that creature was in the same place and then went about the movement that it was had started when I hit that button. That suggests yeah. to me that that has been paused, that that mm -hmm. creature wasn't moving, that whatever was happening on that planet had stopped, which suggests that it's an instance to me, mm -hmm. which, which, which suggests highly that there is no multiplayer unless they start joining instances, joining instances yeah. as such, which... On a game of this scale, must be so difficult to do, especially yeah, when it's that, you know if because it, it's that'd be a well, revelation in gaming. But it, it would because it's procedurally generated and ah, it's procedurally but, generated as you enter the system. If two people entered the system at the same time, is that time, how it's procedurally? Generated? I believe so because that's something I've been very very lightly looking into. Because if is it the case that there are systems that are sort of because the the galaxy we all share because we yes. all share labeling schema. There's yep. a labeling schema, and the whole point of the game is the, the 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 multiplayer aim is that the schema is shared. That's it. That's that's the biggest thing they've said mm -hmm. is that if you go to a place that's pre-labeled, you will see those labels that that person has that been is, there. That yeah. is what they've said since cool. day one. Call that the... monster a cockwomble or yeah, something absurd. But yeah. I mean, so the <laughs> fact that you happen to be in the same system and it's not the case that you can see a person sucks, but isn't what the point of multiplayer has been advertised. Mm. But my question is, is it the case that they just procedurally generated? Like, is it the case that you go there, it procedurally generates their system, and then that's somehow locked in on their server-side thing? Yeah, or is it the case that they've procedurally generated so they, a they, giant system, and that's ongoing, and so that's you, fine? So either you arrive, and it generates, or they press the button on day one, and, and everything generates. And it's continuously generating, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, given that it's shared, presumably at some point, even if it's procedurally generated client-side or client access side at some point it has to lock it in and send that to the server it, because yeah. otherwise the cock wombler will look differently yes it would be cool it and then it, it doesn't look like uh, yeah. a cock wombler i don't i don't know anything about mass but maybe there's some sort of equation or something like that where it's like i labeled this the cock wombler and it's got 
these sort of as- aspects to it that, that that certain creature has got, I don't know, dinosaur legs and dinosaur, you know, a dinosaur head. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like there, it fixes body. some variables, but then when you, someone else yeah. goes to the system, it generates the things exactly, that are fixed, yeah. but the rest is, is, is generated on, yeah. on demand. That would make so sense. It's not exact, so it's maybe not exact, the exact species, but... I, I, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. Well, the species would be the easy part. It would be the um, hmm. it would be things like generating the terrain, where yeah. it might be the yeah, case that the you planets, go to the yeah. system and it it fixes but that's the, the thing. type Maybe of terrain. The but you're gonna have can a... be on two planets. Yeah, it could be on two more than one planet, which would ah, uh, but it but it would be a different. Easier. It would be a different. It might have the same physical looking. Well, that physical, yeah, but it, it would but be labeled something else. I was gonna say yeah. If we've got eighteen quintillion. Um, yeah. systems, 18 quintillion star systems they don't to, be, have... to explore, how many... Repeated animals? Re- yeah, how many yeah. repeated animals are you going to start to find? You know, how many combinations of things can exist? I wouldn't in think it's algorithm? as many as people would have thought. Well, so... Because you can't draw that many assets. Well, simple as. And, and, you um, can squish them all together, but you've only yeah, drawn... If you've drew, yeah, exactly. If you've drawn a thousand assets and for legs, a thousand, uh, you know, that's a lot. If you've drawn... Mm-hmm. Say, Right, a more manageable chunk. If you've drawn 100 assets for legs, 100 assets yeah. for a torso, and 100 assets for a head... You're still going to have a bunch of repeats. You're going to, yeah. Well, and that's mm. what... Um, What's that, 300,000 different combinations or something like that? It's... I would never... Well, actually, learning perms and comms in high school, I was good at. Since then, no. I don't know if you guys call that permutation combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, the Video Gamer UK review, basically, I can't remember who said it, but one of them, them peoples... Um, he says with a dismissive wave as if they weren't the premier UK <laughs> video gaming. Uh, anyway, um, they said similar things that like after a, a bun- after even a handful of planets, they started to see sort of a repetition of assets. That was, uh, yeah, um, the, the review of Jim Trinker, yeah. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. I should have known, yeah. Um, and so, but I'm okay with that so far. Mm. Um, but that does suggest that the number of assets today mm. is very low. It also seems like... My, my suspicion is that they were hoping more people would be exploring as much as possible before mm. moving on, such that they could maybe sneak more shit in. Yeah. Um, like the multiplayer, like maybe over time adding more assets, because, you know, it, it's it's combinatorial. So every extra leg asset has a large chunk of new animals that would, would come mm. out of that. Um, but Well, that's the thing. Like, even if you have, like, I don't know, six or seven different things and as you're saying ben they probably drew hundreds that's an exponential amount of combinations but even so as you say like you would still see this same thing eventually over and over yeah. again, even if the like sort of layers of the animal are all different and randomized you'd be like oh i've still seen that sort of tail before even right. if and like, it, it's a completely new yeah animal, and it, but... it does sort of happen mm. on um on the planet itself as well because you will go there and there'll be something like 12 different animals that you can find on the planet mm. um but actually 10 uh maybe not 10 but five or six of them actually share the same um body yeah the body yeah the torso the torso <laughs> and they've got different appendages or a different head or you yeah, know, some true. have fins, some yeah. have wings. They have some slight different variation of them, yeah. which kind of makes sense because it would almost suggest that this animal dominated evolutionary and, and then, then has, had some splits. Yeah, and has adapted in various different ways, which kind of doesn't make sense 
because the terrain on the planet doesn't change, so there's no mini ecosystems on well, each of the planets. I think that's so you don't adapt to you know the, the, the one at the pole is no different to the one at the equator. Mm, However, in a game of this scale, well, and games in general just don't have that nuance right now. Anyway, forgetting about scale, we just don't have. Yes, but it, it kind of brings me on to the point that that's kind of oddly, even though not stated, what people expected. Yeah, and I think that's been the downfall of the game. Not, not obviously, not commercially, but critically. I mean, Adil, you said that you know, or was it you, Ben? You said that this game has been hyped up. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it has been. And you know, like as I've been watching the game progress over the last three, four years, or whatever it's been, I'm just like, this game is not what everything's, everyone's going to think it is. What people had, people thought that from the outset it's going to be amazing. It's going to be. Something revolutionary is going to be something they've never ever played before, and I think it was you, Adil, who said, um, you know, what? Why? Or was it you, Ben? Sorry, I can't remember. But it's like, um, why? Why do people think that? Well, or or, or moreover, it's, it's fine having that opinion, but yeah. why are you angry that when angry, you filled yeah. in the blanks, you filled them not correctly, and because of that, yeah, it's someone else's fault. Exactly, because I think Sean Murray's gone on record like he's actually been a bit coy about it. He's like, yeah, very. You know, he's he's in all these interviews he's had. He's like, everyone's like, oh, you're the next Jesus or something like that. And he's like, no, no. And I think he's been under the wraps of. I'm just saying what I I see. This probably isn't true. I just think he's been under the control, not in a mean way, but of like the Sony reps. They've had a lot riding on this game. Mm. And whoever's, you know, marketing this game and all the PR people, they're probably saying, you know, don't tell everyone it's going to be an indie game, which is essentially what it is. Yeah. They're, they're probably saying, you know, we've put a lot of money into this This game. is a big release. Let people get carried away. Mm. And it's worked. They're all the better for it. They've sold, I don't even know how many copies at this point. The second best-selling game on PlayStation 4? I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why, why would anyone... Sure stop why that. Why would anyone say, you know... I'm just selling you water when, you know, when I said it was wine and you think it's wine. Why am I going to tell you it's water if you're going to pay me <laughs> yeah, the premium well, cost well. of a wine? Why would I, mean, I ever it, do it, that? It so. happens in advertising all, all the, the time. time across all. Yeah. And people, in the nicest way, they fell for it. Well, you know, I think was... part of it was that um, to, to, to play um, Satan's solicitor, um, I like alliteration. That's more. nice. Um, that... Um, it's it's been very vaguely put since day one. Even even before um, Sony picked them up for whatever dubious thing they did, they did added to things because it still sounds like the team is small. Yes, except for yeah. advertising, like I'm not people. sure. Um, but yeah. but it, I, I think they started off as about three, four, maybe five mm, people, that. and then, then they're now mm. about 12, I think. So. Yeah, because they, they they had it working when Joe Danger 2 or something was still wow. in development, yeah, yeah, when right. it was launching, and they moved people over. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but they haven't been very clear about what it is. So to that, I will say that when you consistently put out an ambiguous message, you can't be entirely faultless when people no. sort of say... This is what I thought you meant by ambiguity. But notice how I say, this is what I thought. Yeah, I, exactly. This is what I thought. <laughs> batman type thing. Then that, that sort of, uh, I suppose, my concluding point. Do not put an expectation on something. And 
overblow it. Try and rein in your expectation very slightly because yeah. you will you can get so carried away and, and someone can say, oh, this is a mechanic that's going to happen all of the time in the game. And you go, well, I should be able to do this constantly, all of the time, but I can't. And I will slam my fist down on everything. <laughs> just, just, just chill out. Like, yeah. just, Putting just, just anything yeah. on a pedestal yes, yeah. that you've created out of your is... own mental hype is never a good thing. And this means I think people, that, relationships, that still, games. There's still an onus on like the publisher, Sony, to temper those expectations because yeah. they never once yeah. said, you know, this 18 quintillion planets, I know nowadays people think more means better. There's 50 hours in this RPG. It must be better than this 30-hour RPG, which isn't the case, obviously. But well, grinding is fun. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think it, the publisher had a bit of responsibility just to pair those expectations back. And I think Hello Games, they probably tried to do that even in like preview cycles. I mean, I realised it. I was like, this this game, this guy actually reminded me of this game called The Solus Project, which was oh, yeah. out on early access. You, you know, it, yeah, yeah. on PC and Xbox One. It's sort of got like, you know, you, you're banding on this planet. It's only one planet, fair enough. <laughs> but you've got these survival elements to it. And I was like, it got, it got average reviews. And I was like, this, is, this looks exactly like No Man's Sky. And I knew, I mean, I feel sorry for anyone who pre-ordered it. On the basis that they thought it was going to be this, the next big thing. This is why you don't pre-order games, by the way. Mm. But but you get a you you I, got a special ship that you outgrew by your oh. second planet. <laughs> Great. I but, I was um, really disappointed in yeah. that. I got this fancy ship. It didn't seem remarkably different. And then by the second system, which I sort of went to almost directly after the first planet, I met a guy who had a better ship, and I had the money to buy it. And I was like, okay, well, this pre-order was completely useless. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and that's the thing. They're asking for sixty pounds for a game that is could have done with a lot more cooking. I mean, even the multiplayer aspect of it, we're not actually sure what's going on with that. But yeah, I think that's... you know, it sounds like they want to implement these things. I'm not sure if that's a good idea because it seems like you have to implement a whole new system to because people, if they get multiplayer, if they can see each other, they're going to be like, why can't I trade? iron with them why can't i, mm, I see shoot them or why can't i do this what, why can't it just you know? be like journey yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot a transparency goes a, a lot nowadays yeah. goes a long way nowadays if they were just transparent about it it's not ready we think sony obviously applied the pressure to get it out after what another delay if they just said look it's not ready well except transparency gonna... hasn't worked well in square's favor because it seems like they but, went but they, people, in the opposite in the opposite people way. People give them crap for it, mm. but it might be a decent game at the end, and it might be. That's the thing. It's but, like, so the point is, though, I know reviews don't mean ev- everything, but when you have a game and it doesn't always, you know, it doesn't meet people's expectations, whether they're, you know, they're exponentially high or not. If it doesn't meet expectations, people are going to be people will be wary about the sequel. There's going to be a No Man's Sky two in three years, so. Well, and people might not be as ready to pre-order. Well, maybe they shouldn't be then. Um, well, have, yes, have you been yes, to Quintillion yes. Planets? No, it's still there. Um, so sure. I will what say this: that um, there is a segment of the internet, specifically of gamers on the internet, who will never be pleased. Um, and I think the fact that Square has come out and said, "We don't want a day one patch. We want to finish our polish." Sorry. Um, 
having said that, again, the publisher probably should have been more upfront because I think um, they had their recent event. They had a semi-recent event where they bragged about how it was coming out in September in the past couple months. Yeah. They should have. They hasn't definite, it been in development for like ten years? Yeah, and they they definitely well, knew it go. wasn't going to be the case yeah. that it would probably be delayed, and they didn't say that because of course marketing and that event was probably on the books for six months to eighteen months, some somewhere within those. Um, so they can't say, oh, yeah, we're going to celebrate it coming out in September. Oh, it's actually delayed. Also, now, now let's <laughs> celebrate because now that I've told you it's going to be delayed. But they just won't be happy. And I think there's a real problem with aiming at these people. And somehow we as a gaming community need to get the message to the publishers and developers that they should worry less because they will always get yelled at. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, like the majority of gamers are silent and say, "Oh, yeah. it needs a, it needs work. Why don't I wait two months and play my giant backlog?" Because no gamer doesn't have a backlog, <laughs> and it'll be cheaper at that at, point anyway. Well, it might not be cheap. No, no, I mean before, like two two months before it's officially. Oh, released. I see, I see. Okay. Uh, I will mm. wait the two months such that the game is more polished. It won't crash yeah. on me. It mm. might work on my system, which is becoming exactly. more of a problem with PC games. And so, I mean, I think the... a delay can only be good. It's yeah. like, and I'm not saying we're delaying it, we're putting more content in, and I'm going to charge you more. It's like, no, we're making a better experience yeah, with what is there. Definitely. There is a reason we're delaying it, mm. and it's not because we want to screw you. We want all of your monies as soon as possible. <laughs> so the fact that we're saying we want you to hold on to your money for a while means there's a legitimate good thing yeah. for you coming down the definitely. pipes. The, the last thing I'll say is just fucking calm down, people. Yeah, man, I mean, that was... Yeah, that, mm. that, 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 Echoes my my concluding point. Just chill out. Yeah, yeah. And there's some people who are like, "Oh, No Man's Sky is terrible." This and that. Yeah, like people it. enjoy it. Just let them enjoy exactly, it. You know? Exactly. It's not for you. Oh yeah. If you, if yeah, you say that No Man's Sky is good on the internet, then the anti No Man's Sky echo chamber will tell you why you're just a shill for corporate blah, and you're just a fanboy. <laughs> Because these are fanboys who feel slighted, for Sony. which is yeah. so fucking. <laughs> yes, it is right. We should finish for a week. We've talked about fanboys and where. Hey, we didn't even say wambulance. No, we didn't say wambulance. Wambulance, wambulance, wambulance. Um, Lucy, what's been your favourite beer of the episode? Um, it's got to be the Cloudwater Sriracha Ace Griset. It Star- is. started strong. Just despite yeah. your sort of um, hesitation on the lack yeah. of strength of the hops. Yeah, even so, it's a very it's a very light, refreshing beer. It's um, it's got a nice hoppiness to it. it, it it's nice. Um, the Irish, um, the White Hag, um, the Red Doe, right, Red IPA. Sorry. Um, yeah, that, I was you know up and down on that throughout throughout drinking it. Um, the Twelve beer. I think people who like tart sour beers will really like that. But yeah, it's got to be the Cloud Water. That's the best. Nice. Awesome. How about you? I was just going to ask you. Um, it's a, a, a toss-up between the oh, obviously you... between the Wiper and Truth <laughs> and the Shimei, Um but I think not the Iron Maiden. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, the top label says Iron Maiden, but the main label just says Trooper. So I don't even know what the name of the beer is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think I'm going to go with the Wiper and True. It was a very balanced, very nice flavour. Nose and flavour was slightly different, so you're getting different experience in that. The Shimei was was good. It was very nice, um, but in comparison to a couple of other similar beers, it doesn't quite. I was going to say it's not quite on the same level. Whereas the Wiper and True, this this Kaleidoscope Pale Ale is almost its own beer. I, I don't. I've not had anything that's that's even close or even similar. 
yeah. in, in, in flavour to it. So I, I will be your echo chamber okay. and say the same thing. I, I enjoy the Chimay, uh, the bits of it that I had in my mouth, not on my clothes. Um, but uh, <laughs> in that, I enjoy triples and Trappist beers in yep. general. Uh, but it, it oh, yeah. frankly didn't do a lot more than just taste like that. There was no sort of outstanding... I couldn't pick it out of a lineup. Yeah. Wyvern yeah. True, I could easily pick out from a lineup because I have, again, nothing really to compare it to. And I'm still trying to figure out the bits of the taste that I enjoyed but can't figure out. Um, and it was a little weird having such a distinct nose and taste, but they were both enjoyable. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't try, which I, I sh we should have get in the habit of, which is inhaling as you sip, which is apparently a thing. All right. Um, we don't have any more of that beer now, but I think I will track it down and try and find out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I also think my game of the week will be No Mansky. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, Good. nice. I um, will definitely keep playing it and look yeah, forward to yeah. the patch. Yeah, but... that's all that matters. Yeah, you're playing it, you're enjoying it. That is all that matters. Exactly, and we'll see how Screw it develops. Screw the internet. Um, Screw the internet. So, um, we've been tanked up for another week. If you'd like to get us on the internet and places to contact us, you can go on Twitter at tankedup underscore cast. I'm at nova underscore 47. Adler's at the Omni Arc. Uh, you can also email us tankedupcast at gmail.com if you've got any feedback. We're part of the Out Lives Network. You can also a large network yeah. of, of podcasts and a website, outlives.net, which has lots of articles and reviews. Including a, a wonderful series about being a new dad and a gamer and the trials and tribulations that ensue. Yes, look out for that one. <laughs> it comes weekly. Uh, Lucy, how, how can people shout you? Um, I can't remember if on the last podcast I was with you two on, I had launched my beer site, Even, but I have yeah. now. yeah called beerresistible.com um, you can follow me on twitter at beerresistible underscore sorry about the underscore but someone already had beerresistible wait it's underscore nothing beer. it's beerresistible underscore oh dear it might change in the future I just haven't been creative enough. enough to think of it but some some random woman has beerresistible and I think she likes she she retweets Justin Bieber and nothing else but... <laughs> oh she doesn't know how to spell beaverristable <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, what about the beer resistible? Hmm. Because beer resistible is sort of meant to be an adjective, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like yeah. irresistible. Fair enough. So it doesn't work as a noun. I, I don't know. But yeah, just I'm just saying me. that because the, the boss Ross hates underscores. I know <laughs> the, the, the beerresistible.com isn't actually part of the Out of Lives network, but now I just have this anti underscore oh. n like <laughs> nag on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Ross well, on my shoulder. Um, it's it's a it's a distant cousin mm. of Out of Lives. Um, you know. What if we wanted to hear your opinions on independent games? Oh yes, you can go to indiemarathon.com dot com, and the Twitter for that is probably just Indie Marathons. Can't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, no one to score there. <laughs> um, but yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, no worries. Um, you can also reach me at the OmniArc on all of the things. Uh, I have my Vita, so I'm on the PlayStation Network. I nice. now have my Xbox One, so I'm back on the Xbox Network. And I'm, I have a laptop, so I'm on Steam. So for the first time in a long time, I'm actually everywhere. on networks. You're everywhere. All of the things. Nice. If you'd like to, to get me on all of the things, don't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have time. I have no time. <laughs> He's too busy raining and 
Mm. Babying. And babying, definitely. It's all about the babying. <laughs> yeah. um, I suppose on that, babying, where we're off for another week. Thanks for joining us. Take it easy. Ciao. Bye-bye. Well, <laughs> god damn it. Like, mid-hand wave, I'm like, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing. Yeah, you I think I missed yeah, you. It's all over my leg. Oh, is it? Oh, well, you're wearing shorts. At least they'll smell good. At least it wasn't the trooper. <laughs> wow, that's the entirety of this tasty, tasty beer. Oh, I tell. I have to get a cloth for the floor. Fuck! No, that's okay. <laughs> there. Uh, just grab it in there. It's not my carpet. Oh, there. Ooh.